Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Glass with Wolfgang. I'm your host, Wolfgang. Welcome to the uh, fourth installment of A Glass with Wolfgang. This is the well-awaited episode that I'm sure all you guys have been very excited and ready for. Uh, It is the episode where my wife is joining us, and she is going to go by a pseudonym as well, because we're just going to keep it fun here, Um, and she will be going by Daisy during this episode. Say hello, Daisy. Hello. There she is. She just said hello. (laughs) Um, So, on this one, as I've said many times before, this is going to be the Hard Seltzer Challenge. And we are going to start with it, so it's going to be quite the adventure. We just had quite the adventure buying them all. That's for we sure. Got a, we got a uh, total of five different brands, which culminates to 16 different flavors that we will be trying today. Yes, each one of us, will, we will have 16 different cans. So, strap in. I'm excited. All right, and uh, obviously since we're uh, going to be trying all of these different seltzers, uh, that is what's in Wolfgang's glass for this episode. We're not going to add anything extra on top of that, that's for sure. Uh, just to give you a brief rundown before we dive in, uh, just to give you, let you know what uh, going through today. We also we will have a craziest story I heard all week, and it's going to be about Antonio Brown. That's a fun one. And it's fitting that Donna's here for this one because she actually just drafted Antonio Brown on her fantasy team a few days ago. I sure did, and I have no regrets right now. Hmm. We'll see. And then after that, uh, craziest political story I heard all week, once again, will not be a crazy political story. It'll just be a hurricane update on Dorian. Then we'll have a comfort food of the week, and I'm going to keep that a surprise till we get there. And we will finish up with the dog of the week, which I will keep a surprise until we get there as well. So, I've noticed uh, on the past couple of episodes that I keep forgetting to give my Twitter a shout-out. So, follow me at AGWPod on Twitter. Uh, it's you know, lets you know when new episodes are coming about. I'm um, going to be obviously tweeting about other fun stuff that might be related to the pod as well. So, uh, follow that, you know. Let's, let's grow the brand. Um, also, if you are listening, have been listening on either Podbean or SoundCloud... Um, I would prefer that you did it on uh, iTunes Podcast, but if you don't, if you prefer Podbean or SoundCloud, that's fine. But at least go into iTunes Podcast and give me a rating and review, because uh, the more people that listen, the more people that review, the more people that rate, uh, that basically you know shoots me up into iTunes, and maybe I could be a featured podcast on the uh, main homepage. That would be great, obviously. You know, everyone wants Wolfgang to succeed, right? Cool. All right, diving in, the hard seltzer challenge. What we've got here today is I understand that we don't have 100% of all the different hard seltzers, but, you know, I thought 16 different flavors might at least cover the broad stroke of it. So we have, we'll have we uh, we'll start with Bon, In, and Viv, which is I actually literally wrote in my rundown Mermaid Viv because there's a mermaid on the front, and it's fun branding. And then after that, we'll uh, move to the White Claws, And I think everyone's familiar with White Claw. That's currently the highest selling uh, hard seltzer of all the the different brands. But we'll see if it holds on. We'll see if it holds on in our home, our household. That'll be fun. Uh, Then after those two, we'll move on to Henry's, 
Uh, those are they've got a little bit interesting flavors that I think are a little different than all the other ones. Uh, this was actually a late edition. I wasn't even planning on doing that, but uh, Daisy really wanted to uh, throw those in as well, and I'm glad that she chose them. Uh, after the Henrys, we'll move on to Truly, which is another one. I think Truly and White Claw, I think, were the really the the openers, the first ones that really started the whole movement. Because, um, like I said before, I think this this is definitely a movement. This is not a fad. I don't think these are going away anytime soon. When people get bored of them or anything, it's just because they're light. They you know don't have any sugar. Most of them, I believe, don't have any sugar. So you know it's it's the millennial choice. And then lastly, we will finish with our favorite Natty Light. Good old Natural Light. Yes, Natural Light has created a heart seltzer as well. They have a couple different flavors. We decided to just go with one, the one that we thought would uh, sounded a little better. Um, it's called Aloha Beaches. So uh, I think it has like a peach mango kind of twist. Obviously, we'll get a little more into it as we start trying them. So, uh, you know, let's let's not waste any more time. Let's dive in. I think it's fitting that we start with probably one of the worst tasting ones. <laughs> uh, we both are going to crack open our Bon in and Vib. Bon and Vib. Yeah, I'm going to keep messing that up. Thanks. But yeah, it's uh, we're going to start with a grapefruit flavor. You should let them know how much... Uh Right. Percentage of alcohols. In give give the stats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You take it so, away. So let's see. The Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer has zero grams of sugar, All only right. 90 calories, Ooh. and it has 4.5% alcohol, mm. and they come in 12-ounce cans. Right. And like so. I mentioned before, they have the fun mermaids on them. Yes. Great branding. All right. We'll crack them open. I have nails, so it's very difficult for me to get them open. Cheers to Cheers. our first oh, it challenge. Oh, smells not yeah. really good. Yeah. Oh, I don't like this. All right. My oh. first impression. That's not bad. Daisy's first impression. That's not bad. I thought it was going to be worse the way you were describing it. It's very light. It's a light grapefruit taste. She's going with a light grapefruit, grapefruit the taste. The smell isn't very the good, The smell though. is terrible. I think it, it smells like a, a rotting yes. mango. Yes, exactly. Something like that. It smells awful. Rotting fruit. See, and that's, uh, I mean, if I smell it, I'm going to taste its smell yeah. as well. So that's why it just really puts me away. My That's my impression. This is just absolutely terrible. Mm. I'm hoping this is the worst. Yeah, I keep sipping it. I don't know. We're done. I'm done with that for sure. I don't hate it. Yeah, she don't hate it. There we go. It's probably going to be my least favorite, though. Mm-hmm. Good thing we got 15 more flavors. All right, next up is the Bon and Viv. Uh, Clementine Hibiscus. I have a little more, uh, I have a heightened sense of optimism for this one. That was a good one. Well, that was a good pop. Wow. That's good. Anything it else? smells like a... Fresh orange. It smells nice, for yeah. sure. I enjoy the smell, which helps me with the taste, which I like a lot. The taste reminds me of something, but I can't put my finger on it. Orange juice? No. Oh, that's what I get. Yeah, it's not... I get, like, a light orange juice. No, it's something different. Hmm. Hmm. I'll come back if it ever hits me in the head. All right. We'll wait for it to hit you in the head. Tea. Tea? It literally kind of tastes like watered-down tea to me. Okay. Interesting. 
Literally. I wonder if that's some of the hibiscus. Oh, maybe. Maybe, that, yeah. Could that be a thing? That's, that might be a thing. I'm not sure. I don't know what hibiscus is, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, mm. Just a reminder that these are all, the, the Bon and Viv are all the same stats, so didn't feel the need to continue rereading them for all of them. All right, we're two down. I think I've decided that I'm going to literally, I've decided this midstream, you know, mid-sip. Uh, I'm going to literally rank them, all 16, in order as I drink them. And then I'll give you my final order at the end. And I think Daisy is moving towards doing that as well. Yes. We'll see how long I keep that up, though. Yeah, we'll see. We're only two in. I will say, too, the Bond and Niv cans, they have on the side for the, cra- the grapefruit, they have natural flavors. And then on the Clementine hibiscus, they have botanical flavors. Mm. Guessing because so of the little, hibiscus. Right. <laughs> that is probably that tea, that earthy is interesting. taste. Mm. Right. So that's, right. there you go. Bringing observations that I had, did not make. There we go. That's why we need guests on, you know? Oh, and I they're all gluten-free, but I figured that was pretty much obvious. Yes. All right, moving on to the cranberry. Here we go. That is a strong cranberry it smell. It is a very strong. It literally just smells straight up like cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. Yeah. Which depends wow. on if you like it or not. I, I do. I kind of like it. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh. As Daisy's giving me a look, I was taking an extra long sip because this is one of my favorite. I've admittedly already had it before. When I alluded to uh, the seltzers I had last weekend, this was one of them, and it was definitely one of my favorites. I think it has a very, it's like a crisp taste. It yeah. is like cranberry juice, but it's very light. You don't feel it hitting your stomach as you do with juice. It reminds me of Crystal Light. Girls will get that reference, I'm sure. Right. I, yeah, I Guys never really don't, had Crystal Light, but I'm sure if we have some lady listeners, they know. You can like, add it to know. your water and stuff. Right. It's like a powder. Ah, it's like a flavoring? Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it cranberry flavored? I don't know if they make a cranberry one, but they make like raspberry and that kind of stuff, which kind of reminds me. I feel like okay. this doesn't taste like pure like cranberry like I thought it would. Oh. It does to me. Maybe it's just the lighter part of it that's right. making it not as strong. Like you, I, for me, it's like you get the cran, but you don't get the berry. See, I feel like you're getting the berry. Mm. Like the berry for me is like the heavier part in the juice. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. Well, the cran is. There you go. All right. See, that's why we have a guest on. So we can get uh, alternate uh, tastings, taste findings here. So you guys get an accurate representation of what these all taste like. They're going to listen and be like, they had differing opinions on each one, and nobody knows what they actually taste like. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they'll, they'll get our rankings. <laughs> and you'll get the alcohol percentage, which nine it's, times out of ten might be some of the most important Yes, yeah, so if you're tailgating or anything of that nature, you definitely want to know how many you need to get where you're trying to go mentally. Yeah. Or if you're at a family outing on the beach and, you know, you got kids and other people around, you might want a little less. Nah. <laughs> Just uh, Yeah, maybe. All right. Our, very, our last one here. The pear elderflower. It smells like a pear. It smells like... It does not smell like a pear. It definitely smells like a pear. It smells like green apple. It smells like a pear to me. This is going well have for you our had, listeners. Have you had a pear recently? No. Do you see? <laughs> I have not, Wolfgang. <laughs> All right. Going into the taste since our, our noses are broken. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the green apple. Okay. It literally taste? tastes like a 
watered down green apple flavor. Hmm. Like a jolly green apple jolly rancher. Hmm. I get that on the back end, but I still definitely taste the pear. Yeah. It's a okay. lot of pear, and I like it. It's my favorite so far. Because it's just so light. It's unbelievable. It is very light. Drink this in like five seconds. Oh, yeah. Easily. Like I, did, I remember I did mention uh, doing shotgunning, but I think since we ended up with 16 different flavors, we... Uh, we need to be able to finish the podcast, and I don't know if that would be possible if you shotgun 16 different uh, drinks. I wouldn't be a guest for that. <laughs> <laughs> be a guest in the bathroom. All right. All right. Moving on to uh, the number one seller, White Claw. You know, it's funny, though, because I feel like Truly was the number one for a very long time when seltzers first started becoming a big thing. Like they started? Yeah, Truly was like the name. And it was like the whole thing with Truly. Like there were memes about Truly and everything like that. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, White Claw just came out and was like, here, hold my seltzer. They, <laughs> <laughs> Thank good you. One. They, uh, they definitely have a good marketing department, that's yeah. for sure. But I definitely feel like I saw Truly in bars and stuff. And even now, I see Truly still over, like, White Claw. I mean, White Claw's definitely mm, getting there. I feel like now in bars, I see White Claw. Yeah. Like, literally last weekend, it was only White Claw. Really? But I think Truly is definitely, I feel like, the first. Right. That became, like, known. Like, a known brand. But White Claw now is the number one. Yeah. Selling. Yeah. Statistics-wise. Yeah, I was just saying, it's just funny how, like... They definitely just... It just, like, attacked Truly and was like, bye. Right. Well, they recognized how big of the market could be. I know. And now everybody's recognizing it as Natty Light now has a seltzer. Right. Because that's normal for a beer company. <laughs> Wonder what Bud Light <laughs> Gotta would Gotta break with. out, you know? The Natter Days didn't hit like they wanted to. I think that hit pretty strong, though, too. It was. It was but good I for also, the beach. I also think it's going to go away because it's not summer anymore. Summer's right. ending and, and nobody's going to drink that. It's a lot thicker than all of these... The Natter Days. It's heavier. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if their seltzer is going to be. The same. We'll see. It's the very last one we're doing. No. Uh, All right. But yeah, I literally saw a college football game the other day was sponsored by White Claw. Like the entire game. Like normally it's like brought to you by Exxon or some like actual big company. I mean, obviously they're a big company now, but it's just really funny. That it was literally, you know, so-and-so versus so-and-so sponsored by White Claw Seltzer. <laughs> so that's 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 where we're at in today. So we'll move on to the White Claw. Uh, we'll start with the worst, as it, uh, assumed. <laughs> Always. Uh, the grapefruit. I really... But if hey, you like grapefruit, you probably... You're a psychopath. Uh, I'll finish there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... If any of you producers or anyone, anyone that is in any of these companies that make the damn grapefruit, stop making it. Yeah. and Put let, another flavor in there. Tweet at uh, Wolfgang over there and let him know why do, why is there always a grapefruit flavor? Yeah. I would why? love to know. Do people actually like this? Like, do you have broken taste buds? I don't know. Yeah. Let like, me know. Literally because it's funny because the flavors that we have for White Claw are lime, raspberry, black cherry, and then grapefruit. Like, why not, like, lemon? Well, that's pretty similar to lime. Okay, true. <laughs> but, like, not, still, why, why not, not strawberry? Why not strawberry kiwi, which is the Henry's? Yeah, I guess because they think that's similar to raspberry. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Anything but grapefruit. Come on, guys. Just give us one extra what of the other grape? three. Fl- Ew. <laughs> no. That's gross. Does, do you know anyone who likes grape soda? No, but I do like grapefruit juice or grape juice. You like grape juice? Yes. 
like white grape juice, that could be a good seltzer. White Claw, hit me up. I'm married to a psychopath. She likes grape juice. Yeah, it's not grapefruit juice. Yeah, I'm saying grape juice still is like grape yeah. soda. That's terrible. It, grape no soda one and it. grape juice are very different. I think it's kind of the same. It's like it's a, not at all. It's like what what you give like your 13 year olds in high school or uh, on New Year's. You get the no, that would be sparkling grape juice. Yeah, yeah. It's grape all the soda same. Soda is thing. different than that though. Okay. Uh, all right, moving on to the ruby grapefruit. Yeah, it's not just grapefruit; it's ruby grapefruit. Like, why? Does that make a difference? Oh, we forgot to know. give the stats. Oh yeah, this. give the stats for the white claw. All right, so white claw hard seltzer got a nice little wave on the front. Let's see, it is a hundred calories, five percent alcohol, and it says two grams of carbs, gluten free. So that is what we've got. It looks like on the back there is four percent sugar. Ooh, so there is some sugar. There are. Ooh. Yeah. So that's white claw for you. There it is. All right. Ruby grapefruit. It's definitely better than the Bon and Viv, if my if I had to give my opinion. I'm literally about to compare side by side here. All right, let's see. Kind of tastes the same to me, but the white claw does not have that horrible smell. Yeah, so it takes away from the taste is why I like it better. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to go with the white claw purely because it doesn't have that smell. And the taste is just not as strongly terrible. Moving on to our next one, raspberry. I don't really have a taste in mind going into it, so let's just bottoms up. It definitely mm. has a distinct smell. It's a strong raspberry smell, but I like it. I like the smell better than the taste, which I is agree. interesting. The taste is like... The taste is artificial. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's, it also tastes like watered down. Like, all the other flavors so far haven't, like, tasted watered down to me. I feel like every time you're describing it, it's lighter, though. That's technically watered down. No. That's completely different. Mm. When I'm say- describing it as lighter, I mean, like, it's light, literally lighter. It's not hitting your stomach as much. The watered down taste is completely different. Yeah, I just think they're the same. Okay. Guess we agree to disagree. All right, moving on to our third White Claw. Uh, some, it's called Black Cherry. I'm not looking forward to this. Oh. Do not like cherry. I do not like cherry. It is my least favorite flavoring of anything. It tastes like medicine to me every time, so I've never even tried this. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting. Smells like cherry. It does smell like cherry. Not as strong of a medicine taste as, like, some cherry flavoring has. What do you mean by medicine taste? Like medicine when you were a kid and you'd drink, you wouldn't know because you didn't have a lot of I medicine. But if you would like medicine. have a cold or something, they would they give kids liquid medicine. And a lot of the times it has a cherry flavor. And a lot of people equate cherry with tasting like medicine. Mm. Yeah, like even cherry um, jol- Jolly Ranchers, like those kinds of things. But this is actually not bad. Mm. I kind of disagree. I don't like it. I think it's watered down like the... The uh, raspberry, but I like the taste of raspberry more than cherry, so I would take a watered-down cherry or a watered-down raspberry instead of a watered-down cherry. I think I like the cherry more than the raspberry, and I'm shocked. Mmm. I like it. It's got it. I like the aftertaste of it, too. Mmm. Yeah, see, that's the watered-down taste to me. Mmm. All right, lastly, the natural lime. This one I'm excited for because I'm a big lime guy. Smells like lime. Tastes like lime. Delicious. 
Yep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Great beach drink. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. What if you added tequila to that? What would it taste like? Oh, I don't know. I think that'd be <laughs> quite aggressive. That'd be too much. Yeah, because it's it's since it's so light. Yeah. So the tequila taste would overpower it. Yeah, you're probably right. For sure. Yeah. It would not be good unless you like tequila. I know a couple of psychopaths that actually liked the taste of tequila. Tweet at Wolfgang. Let him know how you like the actual taste of tequila. Mm-hmm. Because that is honestly psychotic. It's horrible. People who are at the bar and they're like, let's take a shot and whatever. And it's always And tequila. they say, what do you want? And you say, oh, I don't care. And I'm like, all right, perfect, tequila. And you're like, why? But I guess it is something that will get you drunk pretty quick. All right. Moving on to Henry's. You want to give the statistical rundown, Daisy? I would love to. So, Henry's, zero sugar, 4.2% alcohol, 88 calories, though. Mm. So, less alcohol, but also less calories. I guess that goes hand in hand. probably goes hand in hand, yeah. Depending on the taste, it could be worth it. We'll see. If you you just have to drink more, how are you going to look at that? Like, pretty much one extra. One extra, that's not that bad. So, we're going to start with the blueberry lemon. This is, uh, I have no idea what the hell to expect with this. Hmm. I hate it. I hate blueberries. <laughs> yeah, I don't pre- not like. Preface. She was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be interesting." We were Ugh. getting them in the store, and I was like, "You hate blueberries?" No, I was talking about strawberry kiwi. Uh, that will be interesting. I like blueberry everything really, like blueberry pie, blueberry muffins. I'm hungry. This smell is straight blueberry. It's straight disgusting. blueberry. There's no lemon. What the hell happened to the lemon, Henrys? The taste is... The taste is straight blueberry as well a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't really taste a lot of lemon. I don't know where, where the lemon I'm wondering went. if they just put lemon in the name so then people I mean, just I can, think... No, I feel like the lemon like at the very end of the taste, but it's not the taste. It's almost like the feel. So it's like you can feel the crispiness of lemon instead of a blueberry because a blueberry obviously isn't crisp. But well, I don't actually taste the lemon. Wolfgang would be a bad opinion on this one because he hates blueberry. But if you like blueberry... Which I do. I think this is good, and it's pretty refreshing, honestly. Well, yeah, it depends on if you like blueberry or not. All right, moving on to the strawberry kiwi of the Henrys. Hmm. Daisy smelt it and made a horrifying face, so I disagree. I think it smells great. It grew on me. It smells like a strawberry, which I love strawberry, so. Strawberry. Yep. Tastes like strawberry kiwi. The exact flavor I thought it was going to taste like is exactly how it tastes. I disagree. I think uh, it does not taste like how it smells, which threw me off. It was like very strong strawberry, and then I tasted it, and it wasn't... Yeah, it definitely does not. There's like a lot more kiwi in the taste, and then more strawberry in the smell, for me, at Um, least. I get that. No, I agree with you. So, depends on... uh, If you like both, then... Great. But also, I recognize that a lot of you won't be smelling them before you crush them. Mm -hmm. So, we're just being a... That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. We're just sitting here at the table, you know, not out partying with them. So, that could be the difference. The taste probably is more important to you guys. The taste also, though, is kind of artificial tasting. Yeah. I mean, it has a little bit of a syrup taste to it. Yeah. It definitely is more kiwi, in my opinion, though. All right, the last Henry's. 
We got lemon lime now. Not just lime. We got lemon lime. Which will probably taste the exact same as lime. I don't know. Oh. I do not like that smell. Yeah. Mm. That is... That made me shiver. There's like... I literally... It doesn't have any taste to me. No, it's weird. It doesn't smell good. I know you guys don't care about that, but... Hmm. Yeah, there's like literally... I'm not getting any taste, really. It's not a strong taste one way or the other. Like the other... The uh, lime for White Claw actually had a lime taste, but this one's kind of like... I don't... I'm not getting much. So if you're just trying to get drunk... Watered down. It's a watered down White Claw. (laughs) I don't even get the watered down part. I think it's... It's still pretty crisp. It's just like, I don't know. It doesn't have a taste. But all in all, if I had to summarize all the Henry's, they definitely put a lot more syrup in than all the other ones. Yeah. That's what it tasted like, at least. Well, it's probably, I mean, they have less alcohol, too, though, so. Yeah, so you got more taste than the alcohol. Yeah. All righty. So we've already gone through Bon and Viv, just to give you guys a summary. Uh, Bon and Viv, White Claw, Henry's. And now we have Truly and the Natural Light Seltzer left. So, Truly, um, grapefruit, once again. Here we go. Why? What are you doing, producers, creators, manufacturers? What the fuck? Why are these flavors, why is grapefruit consistently in your variety packs? Stop wasting three of my drinks. You're wasting it. God, I haven't even tried it yet. But here we go. You know, we were trying to figure out another flavor that uh, White Claw could have put in there instead of grapefruit. Here, truly answered your, our question. Orange. <laughs> Orange. Yes. Oh, and also, well, the Vaughn and Viv have it as well yeah, as the Clementine. Or- well, yeah, exactly. Put yeah. orange in there. Orange. Truly. There you go, White Claw. Truly. You have other flavors. Just get rid of the grapefruit one. Put passion fruit in this one because the passion yeah. fruit one, it's good. I've had it. Let's go. Why, ha- why you gotta have four? The fourth one's shit anyways. We haven't even tried the <laughs> grapefruit yet, but we know it's gonna be terrible. I've opened it, and it smells awful. All right, well, it's let me... Go knock th- me the fuck out. Let me go through the specs of Yeah, Chile please here. do. Go through the specs. All right, so it's 5% alcohol. Here we go. There are 100 calories, 1 gram of sugar, and 2 grams of carbs. And like everything else, it's gluten-free. And comes in a 12-ounce can. And... All of these come in a 12-ounce can, so yep. really nothing. It does have the 5%, which is nice, like the White Claw as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Stupid grapefruit. Yep. Terrible. Not as bad as the other grapefruits. Yeah, not as bad. But still, it's got a strong smell. Yep. All right. We Thank God we have no more grapefruit flavors left of the four we have left yes we've already gone through 12 different flavors Hallelujah. how are you feeling how are you feeling daisy oh i'm i'm feeling it i could definitely go through <laughs> some chips and salsa <laughs> so all right here we go lemon not lemon lime not lime lemon lemon <laughs> Lemon. Mm. it's interesting these are i'm pretty sure the citrus pack was one of the first packs i had when back the in the day came out Mm-hmm. And I remember lemon being, like, one of my favorites, I think. That was back before I drank them. Yeah. I introduced... Fun fact, I introduced Wolfgang to all of these seltzers, and he thought they were so stupid. Mm-hmm. And then it blew up, and then, and then I realized that it's not a fad. 
and it's a movement, and these are going to be maybe the only thing you can get at bars one day. I doubt that. I don't know. There's no way. You add, like, baseball games or something? No, beer, always. Always? Always. Always? Always. Hmm. We thought liquor would always be available everywhere. What happened to that? When did we ever think liquor was going to always be available everywhere? When that was the only thing that people drank before beer was a thing. And then beer took over for liquor. Mm. And now we have the seltzers. Will they take over for beer? I think so. I don't. So the lemon. Kind of has a cleaning smell. I can see that, I guess, if you use Lysol. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm more of a 409 guy myself. (laughs) Maybe that's a comparison we can do. Do cleaning products. It only works with a lemon. What cleans <laughs> what cleans best on your uh, your tables and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anything to write home about. But it's not making me gag it's like a grapefruit. Light. I think it'd be a good hot day drink by the pool, just kind of sipping. I don't think I'd want to drink this like to get drunk, to be honest. Would you feel that way about all of these, though? Isn't that the whole point of the seltzer movement? Is it so good for a... Nice cold day or hot day at the beach. Isn't that the whole point of all of them? Yeah, I guess you're right. But I feel like the lemon is just like really up there. Real crisp? Yeah. Okay. I don't really get that myself. I mean, it's, I think it's just like kind of there. It's kind of light. I don't get the crispiness that I thought it might be because it's lemon. But maybe that's just truly. All right. Now we have the lime, truly. Not lemon, (laughs) not lemon lime, but lime. Here we go. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I do like lime a lot, though, so I kind of knew that going in. Yeah, I agree. I think lime is just a good seltzer flavor. Right. Like, it just works. Right. I mean, because you can get, like, tonic water and lemon or lime, Mm -hmm. but you can't really get uh, raspberry tonic water. Right. And for a long time, my drink of choice actually was a vodka water with lots of lime. That is what I used to drink. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's what my wife likes. Vodka and water. All right. So the truly lime, it's, uh, I would definitely say it's, it's, it's real good. Real good. All right. We've got two more flavors left. I think 16 was a nice number. All right. We have the final Truly flavor, orange. I like how Truly just keeps it simple, you know? Grapefruit, orange, lemon, lime. Not lemon, lime, lemon, space, lime. Ooh, I really like this as well. It's very watered down, but it's still strong with orange, and I love orange as well. Yeah, it's definitely, I agree. It's it's definitely a strong orange taste still. All right. All right. And our last one, the Natural Light Seltzer, Aloha Beaches. I think it's a wordplay saying Aloha Bitches. Clever, Natty Light. Clever. All right. This All right, our specs. last one. Oh, sorry. Yes. Good oh, statistics. So this is 6% alcohol. Nice. Um, and it says, when mango and peach go beach mode. I'm trying to see about, like, calories and that kind of thing. Oh, wait, yeah, I found them. Calories, 133. Carbs, 4. Protein, 0. Fat, 0. Doesn't say anything about the sugars. I'm going to go out on the limb and say there's a lot of sugar. 
Yeah. Because and it's probably it's why they natty. have the most alcohol percentage as well, though, because I mean, it has the most calories. And well. the most calories, yeah. It's yeah. definitely this is uh, this is for the boys. Wow. That wow. Is starkly different than all the other ones. Very. As I kind of assumed. Yeah. It's really good, though. It is, in my opinion. Um, peach flavor, big, big peach yeah, flavor. Yeah, I don't really taste any mango. I don't either, and I wonder like, if they kind just... of in the beginning. Yeah. I have to get the mango, but it's mostly peach. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a lot thicker, though. Like you don't have that watered down taste that a lot of them had. No, that's a straight hits you in the face. The flavor hits you in the face. Mm-hmm. It's like drinking a mixed drink. Yeah. All right, and that is it. We have tried all 16 flavors i maybe our tasting isn't the most descriptive but i hope we gave you at least a good vibe um and i think you guys could at least make a decision on maybe what which pack you want to get instead of having to get all five of them we Um, did it for you you're welcome this is for the people we are for the people we live to please (laughs) But yeah, so we both have now put them all in order that we like them the most. So we'll start with ladies first. What is your top 16, starting with your 16th and going to your best? All right. My 16th is the Bon and Viv Grapefruit because that smell you just can't get past. Next is the Truly Grapefruit. And then next after that is the White Claw Grapefruit because once again, stop making grapefruit. (laughs) We then move on to the Henry's Lemon Lime, and then the Bon and Vib Clementine Hibiscus. Next is the White Claw Raspberry, and probably shocking enough to my husband, the Natty Light Seltzers coming in right before that. Honestly, not the biggest fan. Next, we have the Henry's Strawberry Kiwi. Big fan of the strawberry and kiwi. I feel like it's just a different kind of flavor than any of the others. Uh, Next is the Truly Lemon. Truly Orange is before that. Truly Lime before that. So we've got all the lemon, orange, and lime of Truly's right there in a row. Henry's Blueberry Lemon. Um, I like blueberry, so that helps with that. Next is the Von and Viv Pear Elderflower. Once again, just kind of a different flavor than a lot of the other ones. Next is the Von and Viv Cranberry. I really enjoyed that one. And shockingly, in second place here is the White Claw Black Cherry. And in first, we have the White Claw Natural Lime. The wow. most basic of basics you could get. And that also just shows how different our taste buds are because mine lineup is quite different, I would say. Uh, So just going with mine, uh, number 16 coming in dead last because it's absolutely terrible is the Bon and Viv Grapefruit. Trash. Trash. And then number 15 is the White Claw Grapefruit, so a little different. I thought that one was a little worse than the Truly Grapefruit, which is 14th. And then 13th is the Blueberry Lemon of the Truly, because I hate blueberry. And I just thought it was really overpoweringly gross. Then 12th was the Henry's Lemon Lime. Like I said, I thought it was very bland and uh, didn't have much taste to it, so it is down there. Then next is the Black Cherry, because I thought it was like a very watered-down taste. 
and I didn't like the taste that much either, so that was a bad hand-in-hand, but I still would like to drink it a lot more than the grapefruit, obviously. Uh, Then it would be the White Claw Raspberry. Same thing as the cherry, like I said in the analysis. I just felt like it was a watered-down flavor. I didn't like it. I just felt like I was drinking water with a like what uh, Daisy described as throwing crystal light in it. It's not like an actual uh, drink. It tastes like it's a, it's artificial. Um, next is the Truly Lemon. And I believe that was kind of the same thing. I mean, it's kind of, it was ninth, so it's kind of middle of the road. And I think it's fitting, you know. There, it wasn't, you don't write home about it, but it's not terrible either, you know. It's just kind of there. Uh, and then that's the same thing with the next one, number eight, was a clementine. And I know I had that a little higher than Daisy did. I mean, I like that flavor. Like, don't get me wrong, I definitely would drink it. And considering my number one and my number two, I definitely will continue to drink it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just not much to write home about, it, I guess, with it. And then number seven, I have the Strawberry Kiwi Henry's. Um... Of the Henry's, I thought that one was the one that was like only the only one that was kind of decent to me. It had a good taste, um, but it was, I don't know, you know, it was definitely the only one that had a good taste to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So moving on to number six was the White Claw Natural Lime. Like I said, I like lime a lot, so it was like good lime taste and nothing, nothing too terrible, but you know, it's not going to blow my mind. Uh, and then we have number five, Truly Orange. I thought that was very good. Um, it did not taste like orange juice like I expected. It tasted like like just authentic orange, like you're just biting into an orange slice. And that's just really refreshing to me. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the whole point of the seltzers is to be refreshing. Next, uh, likewise, the Truly Lime. So I like lime as well. So the same kind of flavor of the orange, except obviously it's lime, but it's the same like refreshing, I'm biting into a lime, obviously not as sour, but it just was really good. And then I have, there it is, number three, the top three. Got Natural Light. Yes, Natural Light hit my top three. It is that good, I think, folks. Uh, it's literally tasted like I was drinking a juice. <laughs> and that is one thing that maybe my wife did not think about, is the fact that this is literally an alcoholic beverage. And it tastes like a juice. Like, I literally could drink three of these easily, like, with my breakfast. Because it's just a juice to me. But it still has 6% alcohol, which is a beer and a half, basically. Just putting that in perspective, that's it's good quality stuff. Good job, Natty. Uh, and then second will be uh, is the Bon and Viv cranberry. Like I said, it's similar. It's, it just tastes like juice. It's like cranberry juice. It's delicious, and but it has alcohol. <laughs> um, and then number one, the pear elderflower mm. is like like my wife said. It has a very unique taste. There's no other one like it, and I think maybe that's what helps push it forward a couple more spots for me. Um, but it's just so crisp and so refreshing for me. And I think that's really what pushes it over because we're sitting here analyzing hard seltzers. That's the whole point of the hard seltzer. It's supposed to be crisp. It's supposed to be refreshing. It's supposed to be something that you can easily, you know, it's it's easy drinking. Um, so I think that's why my number one is pear elderflower. This has been the hard seltzer challenge. Uh, any closing thoughts there, Daisy? My closing thoughts are... Seltzer rocks. Whoever figured out 
this wonderful invention. <laughs> Go you. That's awesome. Applause. Cue applause. Um, I'm not that uh, into it as she is, but I do recognize the value of this drink, uh, this uh, invention. And as I've said many times, it's a movement. It's not a fad. It's not going away. So here we are. Now we know. Now we know which what we should buy at the stores. Apparently, Donna should buy the White Claw, and I should buy the Bon and Viv, or uh, the Natty Light if I'm feeling uh, a little juicy. Now we know. Now we know. Um, all right. So moving on with the next rest of the podcast. You're welcome for that wonderful hard social challenge. I know I'm feeling good. Are you feeling good, Daisy? I'm feeling great. Awesome. Now we got some fun stuff to actually talk about other than alcoholic beverages. Uh, so number one, craziest story I heard all week. Uh, uh, sorry, just a preface. Uh, Daisy will be sticking around for all of these other um, segments, uh, and she'll just kind of add her two cents in whenever she feels uh, like she should some, jun- uh, jump in. So, all right, craziest sports story I heard all week. I don't need to say any headline, any story. I just need to say two words. Antonio Brown. Yes, as a fellow Pittsburgh fan, I am very well aware of his antics, his craziness, his talent, and the fact that he's just absolutely gone down the shitter since he was a six-round draft pick back when he was 22 years old, coming out of Central Michigan. Quite the rise. Um, But uh, I'm not going to go into a whole bio about him. I think... The most relevant news we just had was, as of yesterday, he was going to be suspended for the first game because he got into a little tiff with his GM, or Mike Mayo. Or more. But yeah, uh, and then today, in news came out, Gruden obviously is not trying to go through all this bullshit only to have his best player benched. So he basically, it sounds like he forced AB to make... A, a big old apology to the whole team, and now he is not going to be suspended for the first game. We'll see how this plays out in the next two days, though. You never know with him. And this is an update from uh, the morning of Sunday, September 8th. Antonio Brown is officially on the Patriots. After we woke up Saturday morning yesterday, um, he had demanded a trade, essentially, on his Instagram account. So... He was quickly released because the Raiders obviously were just done with his bullshit. And, of course, within a couple hours, he was picked up by the Patriots, as usual, as always. And I'm just, I think the NFL is turning into the NBA at this point, and maybe the players are trying to make that happen. But, uh, yeah, I think that's just where we're at, and I just wanted to give an update, so my podcast didn't seem too out of date. Antonio Brown is on the Patriots. Uh, thankfully, he doesn't play tonight. And uh, go Steelers. I'll get back into the podcast again. This was your uh, two days later update. You're welcome. I think Scott Van Pelt had a great rundown yesterday. And his he's a really good... Uh, I, I, um, I respect him. He goes on a lot of good, uh, meaningful rants, I think. Not rants, even just kind of monologues during his uh, his own Sports Center show. Uh, he had a really good one last night. Obviously, that was before the news came out that he got 
uh, was unsuspended, I guess. But he gave a nice little rundown of everything that has happened since the last time AB has been on a football field playing a football game. All right, let's go back to week after week 16 last season with the Steelers still. He gets in a fight with uh, Ben Roethlisberger, as we've talked about him a couple of times in the show already. Gets in a fight. Uh, they're in a fight. He storms out of practice after they fight before their week 17 game. This is all before, you know, they're still in the playoff hunt. There's still a possibility to make the playoffs. But uh, fights with Ben, doesn't come to the next practice, skips the walkthrough before the game, shows up at the game. Obviously, Tomlin benches him because what the hell are you doing? Then we finally traded him, thank God, and he bleaches his mustache. Uh, that's just something to throw in there. Like, what? Well, this is so. This guy is not stable. Then he frost. Uh, then he gets frostbite on his feet. What the hell? Then he has his whole helmet grievances, the whole entire like saga with the helmets. Then he skipped another walkthrough before the Canadian preseason game. Then, recently, he was fined for not showing up to the walkthrough in an earlier practice. He posts the fine on social media, complaining about the fine. Then, the next day, he fights with his GM. We don't know 100% what happened, but apparently there were threats to actually like physically harm the GM by AB. Then, to punch him. To, to punch him. Exact. Yeah, exactly. And then once I've already updated you guys about he, then he was suspended, then he had a tear field apology, whatever bullshit, and then uh, he ends up being now he's not suspended. This Thank is, God for my fantasy team because I was the dumbass that was like, no, he's still gonna at least produce some points, you know. And then I get that notification and I was like, oh, cool, there goes my fantasy season. But then I wake up today and I'm mm. like, nope, your girl is back. Watch out. Great play-by-play there, Daisy, of how stupid of a decision it was for you to draft him. Mm-hmm. And I warned you. Um, but yeah, this, uh, like I said, that was uh, Sky Van Pelt's rundown of all of that shit. But, there's always a but at all of these long monologues. But, the last game he did actually play in, 14 catches, 185 yards, and two touchdowns. That's the insane thing, is the dude still has talent. The talent hasn't gone anywhere. It's just his mind has. So, you know, this will be fun to watch the whole season, and I can't wait to watch uh, Daisy's fantasy team go up in flames. Next is would be the craziest political story I heard all week, but um, like I did in the previous episode, I'll just give a hurricane update. Now it is storming down the coast of the Carolinas. It has quick picked up a lot of speed. I think it's moving about 20 miles an hour now. So it should be dipping out of the East Coast in the next few days. Um, but there does look like there's going to be a good amount of damage in the Carolinas, as always, because they always flood. And on top of this, it's just been a lot of rain. Thankfully, it was, it's been knocked down to a Category 2 hurricane, so the wind isn't absolutely devastating but obviously there's still going to be a lot of damage so uh you know be thinking of everyone that's being affected by that right now and send aid if you can uh you know we're in hurricane season just a reminder it's you know it's hurricane dorian we're a d uh we still got another two months or so of hurricanes 
So this probably will not be the last one that affects us this year. So, you know, that's where we're at. Um, so moving on, uh, now our, our comfort food of the week. Since this segment was inspired by Daisy, it would be nice to have some insight onto this delicious food. Um, it is tater tots. Ooh, yes. One of my favorite foods. Yes. And it's uh, disappointing. I feel like you really, the availability of tots at restaurants are very, it's very low. I mean. I could not agree with that statement anymore. I feel like every restaurant, as a side, one of them should be tater tots. Right. If you have fries as a side, why not? Just go ahead and throw in some tater tots. I guarantee you that more people probably end up ordering tater tots than fries. Whenever I go to restaurants with my friends or anybody, and there is an option to have tater tots, the whole table ends up getting tater tots. Right. So I agree. I mean, it's it's kind of a travesty how unavailable tots are. Um, and I feel like it's the, basically the same thing as fries. Like, you're still using a potato. You're just frying them differently. So, uh, you know, come on, restaurants. But also, I do have a counterpoint to that is I think every single time that I do order tots at a restaurant, it's because I know, oh, wow, I need to get these tots because I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to get them is. You also have a point with that. That is true. Because, I mean, let's be honest, tater tots at a restaurant are just always sometimes better than you going to the grocery store and going to the frozen aisle and getting that bag of tater tots and making them at home. No, yeah, they're, they're definitely better at the restaurant. They're, they're a lot less crispy unless you are using an actual fryer. I think if you put them in the oven, they just never, they, you either over crisp them or under crisp them. And it's really hard to get them to not stick to the, uh, stick to your mm-hmm. cooking apparatus. You always have one side of the tot, not breaded. Yeah. Um, and I think, and I do have a little bit of a rundown. Obviously, we're sitting here talking about how it's underrated. Another thing I think with tots is, unlike, I mean, I mean, like I said, it's like kind of the same thing as fries. But I think tots are very flexible with the toppings you can put on it. Like I'm gonna feel a lot more comfortable putting queso and jalapenos on tots than I feel about putting queso and jalapenos on fries. I feel like just because they're a little more crispy, they maybe can hold it and they won't get as soggy as quickly. Maybe that's the rationale. I honestly don't know. It's just like in my head, I feel like you can put a lot more toppings on tots than you can with fries. I agree. No, I think the sogginess that you're saying makes complete sense, actually, because that's where my brain immediately went when you were talking about all those toppings. So, uh, last segment, dog of the week. A dachshund, or as I like to call it, a dashound. Which is incorrect. But it is noted on the Wikipedia page that it has been mispronounced really often, very often by English speakers, because dashound, or dachshund as it's supposed to be pronounced, but it's spelled dashound, is of German origin, which means badger dog. And dash, or I guess docks, would be is uh, equated to European badger. That's what it means. And hound or hund means hound or dog. So it's very logical for me to say dash hound because I'm just saying badger hound. Then why don't you just call it a badger hound? Because I'm going to call it a dash hound because I like to be that kind of person. 
uh, just some stats about the Dash Hound. Uh, it is has about a 12 and a half year lifespan, so about the same thing as a corgi, which makes sense because they're about the same size, just a little more slimmer and longer, I would say. But they both have equally short legs. Uh, such short legs. Such little tiny little legs. Little pepper legs that Daisy, mm, the little legs get me. <laughs> the little legs get her. Uh, but the dachshund, uh, differently than the other two dogs we've talked about, has multiple different hair types that it can have. Uh, they're smooth-haired, which is a short hair. Daisy does not like these at all for whatever reason. She's rude and doesn't like them. Then you have the wire-haired one, which is kind of like the same hair that like terriers have. It's kind of like the scruffy. It has To me, it looks like they have a beard under their mouth. And then lastly, the long-haired, which is the, the only one that Daisy is stating that we're allowed to get as a family, which is disappointing. It's uh, really uh, discriminating against the other wonderful wiener dogs. But uh, these uh, are not a uh, shepherd dog. or Yeah, a shepherd dog like the are Bernese and Corgi. These are hound dogs. So at the end of the day, they're still hunting animals, or at least you, they're useful dogs. They're not uh, just sitting there. They're, uh, they have a lot of spunk and a lot of energy, it seems like. They come in all different colors and shapes, which is kind of more... Uh, they're definitely a lot more diverse than the Corgi or the Bernice. Uh, they, like, you name a color, they probably come in it. Um, and it's just, like, all different styles. They are known for being a little more stubborn than the average dog. Uh, so sometimes it's a little rougher to train them. Just keep that in mind if you're looking to get one. They're still cute as heck, so great dogs as well. I can't wait to have one as well. We're just going to have a whole farm of dogs by the end of the... Specifically dogs with miniature legs. Oh, yes. (laughs) Except for the Bernese, because he will be... Bernese will take care of everyone. He will be the shepherd. Um, So that's it. Hope you guys had fun. It's been a great one. I'm glad that you guys have been able to hear from Daisy. Yes, thank you for inviting me onto this beautiful podcast that you have created. It's a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Well, the next episode will be the debate episode. So it will be in actually about a week from now, depending on when we're able to get recording done. But the, uh, the debates are about a week from today. So... It will be along, and we'll actually start doing this podcast. Uh, likewise to the actual titles of all the segments, where this will become a weekly podcast instead of every couple of days. Wolfgang has other uh, other things to uh, attend to starting next week. So farewell. Have a great week, great weekend, great day. This is uh, Wolfgang signing off. Farewell. <laughs>